and they backed the liberal movement against George W. Bush. But in reality, they were backing Saddam. I am sick and tired of these people influencing my generation. It's people my age, not older Americans, who say to themselves, Hey, they're famous, let's back their cause. If I've got one goal, it's to let my generation know how they are being used by these famous Hollywood types, the powerful Washington types, and the anti-American types. The second reason I am writing this book is to show people that being a conservative does not mean you are rich, old, and wear a sweater vest. Being conservative is a mindset, not a lifestyle, and I am living proof of that. Sure, some conservatives can be as boring as heck, but I still like the conservative ideas, and that's why I believe in them. What I don't like are liberals like Ted Kennedy or Howard Dean who bash the right wing with criticisms that don't even add up. These Democrats run around thinking they are better than the rest of us, and they think people would just accept what they say, because the way they say it drips with sanctimony and holier-than-thou empathy. You would think they would have enough respect for the American people to make their case in an honest, straightforward way. Forget it. It won't ever happen. Just look at someone like Bill Maher, the host of Real Time. The only way he ever wins a debate is by bringing on two other liberals to fight with him. And when the conservative tries to talk, he drops the F-bomb, talks over them until the audience laugh, and it looks like Marr wins. But if he really had to prove himself talking about politics, he would fall flat on his face. The only way someone like Bill Maher can win an argument is to turn it into a one-sided discussion. Liberals like one-sidedness. It empowers them. They think other liberals will tune in if you can listen to a lot of people sitting around agreeing with one another on everything. They see being a liberal as belonging to some club, and if you're a part of the club, then you must be right, and everyone else must be wrong. But their arguments just don't hold up when they're exposed and discussed in detail. This is why liberals have to resort to personal attacks so often. That is why they make fun of you personally. Otherwise, if they had an audience of average Americans and just not fellow liberals, they would lose every time. I say to liberals like these, bring it on. You can put me up against Al Franken or a Bill Maher any time if you take away their stage and their supporting cast. Take it away and they'll lose every time. I guarantee it. If you look at issues like gun control or affirmative action, it's clear that the only way liberals can convince you they are right is to show you a false picture of reality. Gun sales have gone up in this country since the September 11th terrorist attacks. More people own guns than ever before. So according to the arguments we've been hearing for so long from anti-gun nuts, violent crime should be a raging epidemic. We should be seeing more and more murders each year. But since the facts don't bear out that argument, liberals with a thing against guns just switch to some new argument, or they try to manipulate people by using some fresh horror story pulled from the headlines. It's the same with racial quotas. These make sense to no one, except maybe liberals who use this subject to get the minority vote. Democrat use minorities like they're going out of style. They are the latest fashion accessory from Louis Vuitton or Brooks Brothers, and that's how they defend quotas. It amazes me that we still hear liberals arguing that because of history, we must pay past debts of discrimination by holding spots open for candidates with special qualifications. What does it take for these people to accept that this do-gooder mentality only makes things worse? If you discriminate against anyone and deny him or her a job or a spot in school so you can give it to someone else less qualified because of the color of his or her skin, the person discriminated against will become bitter and angry. 
that bitterness and anger will find a way out sooner or later. And even the people who get the special treatment have their own issues. They will always wonder if they could have done it on their own without getting special breaks. So many issues are as clear and obvious as these two, if we would only debate them honestly. The problem is liberals never want to let this happen. I believe they are afraid that their arguments won't hold up under the public's eye. That is why it drives them crazy when someone like President Bush talks about the American people in plain English. And I'm sure the liberals go even more nuts when they see the public respond favorably. George W. Bush doesn't talk down to the people. He doesn't think that he's smarter than you or me or your cousin Mabel. He's not in love with the sound of his voice. He speaks only when he has something to say. People laugh at me when I was 13 or 14 and started saying I wanted to have my own radio talk show. They laughed some more when I said I wanted to.